0: Welcome, good people of the internet. Hello, it's the Holy Hour Podcast, the all-cure bi-weekly podcast. And we are back for an epic full album episode. Wild mood swings, ladies and gentlemen. And I am joined by the all-star lineup of Donald and Chaz. How's it going, guys? What's up? Woo! Hot dog, or should I call you tonight? We got special names for Donald is now... After that last episode, the governor of
1: Drunkiesville <laughs> is, is the maestro of memes now that he's causing a ruckus. <laughs> the maestro all over memes. Instagram. <laughs>
0: So we got an all-star cast here to talk about the groundbreaking we, album.
2: We all have our idiotic superpowers. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Wild Mood Swings, the 10th studio album by The Cure. And, um, you know, this is a, a divisive one, as we had in that last episode. There was a lot that went on for four years leading up to this, and... Uh, you know, this is one of those weird points for a lot of people. It's fun to always see on the social medias out there where people stand on wild mood swings, people that are like really in
3: defense of it too. And then people that just straight up hate it. And then and people that get really offended if you like it and really offended if you don't. Yeah. it seems like, <laughs> like even maybe more so than the other ones. I but hate it, everything. Maybe blood flowers.
0: Cause that one's kind of the more personal to cure fans fans are that way too. But, uh, definitely these two albums more than the last two everyone's just either like i hate it or it's not as bad as people are (laughs) listening back to it preparing for
2: this episode mm -hmm. made me want to hear blood flowers okay which is something i would never thought i would think like i really want to listen to blood flowers it's still not i
0: think i know where you're going for
2: that (laughs) uh... i I don't even like blood
0: flowers that much (laughs) well maybe the time has come maybe you can <laughs> finally sing it all again s- in slow motion and, uh, in the right. chronological order this will make you kind of appreciate blood flowers and uh yes yeah, so, i mean maybe just on the top our opening statements in a sense of where do we stand with this because i'm not even i have a f- feeling I know where Donald stands at this point (laughs) (laughs) Uh, should I kick it off or uh, what about you guys how about you guys kick it off do you you, what's wrong with this album Donald how are you at Um, presently (laughs) let's do that before we really dive in just like currently where are you at now over all these years with this record yeah just generally of course Um, we'll go into detail but yeah
2: um my big thing with this record Cause it's kind of like the first record of theirs, well, the first record of theirs, where I was like, I don't know about this one.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> it was a bit. It was like a turning point. Yeah. Where, um, like, and it and, and it came out in like a time of my life where like, you were at a turning like point. Exactly. <sighs> and <laughs> totally. Yeah. And and it just wasn't like musically. It's just not where i was going you know yeah like because i was just like shoegazy fucking like like just learning new things about like electronic music and some like hardcore stuff not hardcore but like just like aggressive fucking rock bands you know like yeah um and like shoegaze stuff and uh it's not where I wanted the cure to go,
0: yeah. you know, and do you like, hear that turning well, point when you listen to it now though,
2: or yes, yeah, yeah totally. And, and it's kind of interesting cause I have sat on this record for a long time. I haven't really listened to it in like fucking 10 years. Yeah. You know, like, uh, I hear like the occasional thing on shuffle, but I haven't, I've never intentionally put this record on in like yeah, a fucking like
0: start to finish. decade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Longer know. than
2: a decade, and, um, and it's kind of cool listening to it um, with like older ears. Yeah, and after all this time, and I and I did listen to it. A, I gave it a fair shake when it first came out. You know, mm-hmm. so it's not like I didn't listen to it. You right, know? I gave it a fair shake, and and uh, just shook my head, and I still shake my head now, but it's um i understand more now why it
0: sounds like it does right some of the choices make a little more sense (laughs) totally not much maybe you know Hmm. (laughs) yeah because it's like it's a
2: crazy transition and like they did a good job yeah like you know they did a good job like hey we took four years off and made a record and like here we are the first time we've taken four years off ever right does it, you know, does it? So it's it's weird.
3: Does it frustrate you that they didn't take a different turn though? Like they could have gone like down the shoegazy path or influenced from that direction. Uh, it does like a harder sound. Abs- it does like um,
2: one of the four notes I made was uh, the orchestration, and it was I misspelled orchestration. <laughs> And of I just course. mispronounced orchestration, <laughs> but and I misspelled it too. But, <laughs> but after 89
0: like, episodes, we all know <laughs> you, it, you developed your own but, language on this show. <laughs>
2: but this record is like, go, like for me, it's just like go one way or the other. Yeah. yeah. And it could be, you know, because I was thinking about this, like go fucking shoegazy or go full on orchestration. Yeah. Yeah. And and they they incorporated like half and half of shit yeah. uh, of both, you know, of the shit like and it's like it just doesn't sink and doesn't clink together like a gear like mm-hmm. they always do like and but they just dabbled in a lot both. of
0: dabbling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Chaz? <laughs> just, Where are you at with it present day? And then we can get into all the the roller coaster of emotions probably over the years, but how are you I, with
3: it? I like this album. Like I like green beans. Like they're mm. they're not <laughs> they're not great all the time, and they have to be made a certain way. But I'll eat them, just like not, <laughs> right. but not all of them. So right. you
2: they're all mushy or too snappy.
3: Yeah, like, like it, it. Yeah, it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't really like. I don't really know where I stand. Because I, yeah. I was, you know, I've been listening to it a lot lately, just leading up to like, to this episode, but even before uh-huh. that, it's you know, it's you know, it comes on every once in a while, and I'll listen to it, and I'll purposely put it on, and, and so I'm like, ah, oh, that song's really good. It really grew on me, and in other ones, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, this is terrible,
1: you know. Yeah, so, yeah. and
3: I'm like, I same same with you. I wish they there's no flow to the album whatsoever, and oh, there, no, there's yeah. no. Theme like I they don't have to have a theme, but I mean there's n- there's nothing co- nothing cohesive to like make me want to stay and listen to the next song. Yeah, yeah, and like yeah. I, I I wish they would have like you said that wish they would have one went one direction or the other and just stuck with it. Yeah. So, yeah. but I, I that whole orchestration as you put it like it's it's throughout the album here you know like a song here a song there but it's all. Through the whole album, and it's just if you're gonna do that, just do it, you know. And, yeah, and uh, totally that I think that part just that that's the whole part that irks me about the whole album is that there were so many bands yeah. back then around that time that were were doing that, and it's just like okay, you're being influenced by that, so just do it, you know. So yeah, yeah. but you yeah, know, and those those
2: bands that are influencing you, yeah, you they they they're doing what. <laughs> you, they're doing now because that's what they did. Yeah. They created like <laughs> right. a lot of this shit. You know, it's like, it's like just to like hop off sounded. the, tra- yeah. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> like a hobo hop, uh, like hopping off a train. You know, like this is my stop. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like were well, you just riding for fucking ever. Like,
3: yeah.
2: Stay on the track. And I, I know
3: <laughs> I sent you, but it, I sent you a text message, Gavin. I know that like uh, uh-huh. about how amazing it would be if the Cure had just done a shoegaze album. And how yeah. it would have just killed everybody, I think. I think it would have just blown everybody's mind. And yeah, that, I think, totally. I think that...
2: You should have sent that text to me. Uh, <laughs> <It is. Jesus. laughs> I,
0: I, but Yeah, I mean, I get that idea of like... And that that's a huge fault with this record that I'm sure will come up numerous times throughout the evening. But it's like how it's so... Like, for the first time, he's, like, seems like he's not sure who he's trying to please, including himself, even. You know, I mean, it's, like, it's because they're coming off of their mainstream success still, too. They're kind of, like, seeing if, is that still there, you know? So, they don't want to, like, abandon the chance of, like, having pop hits. And, you know, but at the same time, they're not quite ready to just say, fuck it, and let's do this whole weird, dark album again, you know? And it's, like... And you can tell he's feeling that because, like, some of the songs are clearly not going to be, like, pop radio hits. And then, you know, and then some are trying too hard. And and they have tons of money,
2: too. Yeah. So and, they and can then like, that
0: money factor and time and money. Like, and, they can do whatever the fuck they feel like. Yeah. Nobody's really going to tell them no to anything at this point, too. They've yeah. kind of reached that weird status of, like, you know, where everyone's like, I don't know. He's a genius. Let him just keep recording for you know 18 months you know and it's just like some uh, Elon Musk shit yeah so who knows? but, uh, but it's funny it I think I think we're all kind of on the same page because that's what I jotted down as my overall initial thought is just that I, I one think the album does get too hard of a rap in the sense that like you know it's an easy target because they were clearly transitioning so much that it's like all right well from this point on I don't like you know what right, I mean and it's yeah. like because I feel like, yeah, there's some great songs on it, but there's some some of their clearly their lowest points, too. But it is just that hodgepodge thing, like you guys said, where it's just yeah. too – it doesn't – and that's what the cure is just so perfect for. Normally, I don't really care if, like, whatever, too many songs in the album, whatever, I'll skip them. But, I mean, they're just notoriously right. great for creating atmosphere and having yeah. cohesive albums and everything. This is just, like – what the fuck? It feels like a compilation or like a singles collection of songs that aren't good enough to be singles, you know? It's like you know what yeah, I mean? Dude. It almost feels like a compilation or something and it's not. Yeah. yeah. And that's just weird. But uh
3: Well Yeah, so if you go back to to the beginning, like minus the first album, but like after that, all the albums seem to flow up to a certain certain point. And then they'll yeah. break off and then, you know, they, they went into, you know, ja- Japanese whispers in the top and then that flowed for something for if you I don't really like the top, but, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And But then you go to the next couple albums and they all they all flow together, you know, and then yeah. and then it's a stop and then you have this and it just it doesn't go like yeah. it doesn't go anywhere. But like if you I know we're going to get into that, yeah. I, I know we're going to get into the B sides, but like. Mm-hmm. Some of those B-sides are really fucking good. Yeah. And like I don't understand like if you would have put those on the album, you're there's actually a mood there and there's actually cohesiveness. Yeah. And I don't think. know where they went wrong between I don't know where the disconnect was between
1: that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we'll save that and talk yeah. about cuz I did kind of feel like this is like out of all the ones that people love to mix and match like what could have been different. This yeah. is the one that's like cure a la carte i uh, jotted yeah. it down because it's like and i don't really know if any combination is better but i feel like there is like a hidden combination somewhere in there where you could have had like an all like just something that flowed a little better you know because yeah. whatever they they chose definitely wasn't the best combo in my opinion but uh beforehand the name wild mood swings it does fit given what we just said kind of a stupid name but uh it does fit the moon. Are you guys? How do you feel about the name? I know Dom <laughs> feels about literal names. It, are <laughs> it reminds me of Target. Yeah, like a wild moon like swing sale. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it could that.
2: It's just it's just fucking generic. Like, yeah, it sounds a little goofy. Shit, like for a
0: cure album, but
1: like, I, don't know. I get
2: it. Like you're whimsical. <laughs> like we're bringing out brush sticks. <laughs> it's getting wild. On the drums on this record, guys.
0: <laughs> right on. I just—I got a mariachi band in. Uh,
3: <laughs> what do you think, Chad? Does it fit? Are you nah. cool with it? It's the one title that I can think of that it doesn't like. It doesn't compel me to listen to the record, and it yeah. does, and it yeah. and it doesn't fit the music. Like it doesn't <laughs> right. like. You totally. think of pornography, and you're just like. This is
2: like you want to like listen to that and investigate it and like and like the music
3: the music reflects the title of the album and like head on the door is the same the same way and you know kiss me kiss me kiss me Me and you know disintegration fucking disintegration that that's like the best title that I think they could have come up with 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 that whole album and just yeah all of those very literal too and they all all match and like this one is like they back it up yeah and this one there's (laughs) Yeah, like I know, I posted that meme of like the Jerry Seinfeld Spry- one. It's true. Right. It's not. It's it not is. wild. It's you know, there's no mood, and it doesn't swing at all. Like there's, <laughs>
2: oh, it swings. No, dude. yeah, it swings. All right, one
1: song swing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh,
0: totally. Yeah, it's a, it's crazy. Yeah, because that doesn't That's really. Funny. <laughs> awesome <laughs> well let's backtrack let's see, here's the bullet points for what the fuck was going on right before wild mood swings um the main one being the lineup change is huge boris is out Porl's out i lump that david allen guy in there the producer guy that was with him from head on the door through wish uh he's officially not a part of the production at this point and i think that's huge because mm-hmm. there's some production issues with this album for sure and um Simon was debatable even all the way until like right before they start recording, but he officially saves the day and is back in. So that's cool. Roger comes back in. So there's a whole addition of uh, a little bit more uh, talented keys, which we're not really used to hearing like heaps of on Cure songs at this point. You know, like uh, Mm. fancy playing, (laughs) if you will. So uh, (laughs) there's a lot more of that sprinkled into the mix. Uh, Steve Lyon is who they bring on. Like the keys on Gone yeah yeah there's um, some some interesting key work for sure yeah (laughs) and uh so steve lyon from depeche mode fame is uh brought in initially just as a engineer i don't know if i accurately said that in the last episode but they brought him in mostly just to do the engineering but then quickly in the early stages of recording robert was like yeah let's just co-produce this whole thing together and um he's did he did he do like key stuff the producer like keyboard stuff no nah, he was just the producer i mm-hmm. don't think he played on anything but um and it's weird cuz a lot of the production stuff i would that i do have issues with you know it'd be easy to blame him for mm-hmm. but then in later in articles and stuff i read he was kind of saying I didn't like the way that came out and I didn't like this. And there's too many songs. So like a lot of the calls of the producer yeah. would have had, he probably got overrided by like Robert or, you know, something. You know? So, I so, agree with them. Yeah. So it's weird. I, 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 I'd never thought I'd do, uh, agree with him Yeah. Dude. Yeah. I was ready to throw this dude under the bus for in a second. Cause I was like, what the fuck, man, it sounds completely different. But, um, I think yeah, a lot of it like was no, just trying to like get low sounds. ends weird.
2: Like, Yeah. Like, it's a very crisp-sounding. Yeah, record. it
0: is. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just different and not, like, a cool experimental way. You know, just a lot of... And they're, um, like, fucking around with strings and stuff. And oh, it's, yeah. like, have
2: some low-end horns and strings if you <laughs> right. want to do it. Like, like yeah. give me some low-end on that.
0: True. True. Um, so, the scattered themes are a thing that, that they, they debated uh, themes <laughs> going into it, like making it an all acoustic album, even a yeah. more o- orchestral album, as Donald had suggested. So, maybe they should have yeah. stuck to that. But there is like a, de- a very defining string sound on this album, even though it's used great at times and horribly at other times. Yeah. But, uh, um, huge actual orchestra that they had going on. And the other big one was the session drummer. Uh, going into actually recording the album before having any kind of set drummer and um, I took note as we do the song by song of which ones were actual Jason Cooper beats at this point. I think there's like three that aren't him and oh uh, I thought
2: all of those were him
0: nah, he didn't d- play on a few of them um, and he re-recorded a few like at the last second, I think so he even was able to snag a few more back but there's like, or four songs that aren't even him on it so that's pretty was weird the,
2: uh first was the first song uh the jason cooper dude yeah Do you know? he's on that one i'm pretty sure yeah yeah that yeah. song's like drumming thunder like, yeah i really that's something i really like about this record of like a changing of the guard a bit yeah um where like Boris is gone and poral's gone yeah and i mean it's, definitely, it's just like they're like their drumming has always been like very specific, and it's like a v- I can pick it out in a lineup, you know. Mm-hmm. Like of all the drummers, and, and that dude brings some thunder in the first song. The drumming is, yeah. I'm glad it's him. I was so worried that it was like the other guy. <laughs> I was like, I who was, was
0: that guy? Bring him back. <laughs> yeah. In my in the... my two
2: listens. Like, yeah, it was weird because really, I. Like,
0: It's good. I was hoping to crack some Da Vinci Code thing in that where I was like,
1: oh, those songs (laughs)
0: are all, but it was kind of scattered and weird where I was like, huh, okay, that was a Jason one, that one wasn't, and didn't really find any huge, obvious, like, aha, that kind of thing. Standouts. Yeah, and uh, it would be kind of hard to spot them, I think. But uh, but anyway, he played on nine of the 14 tracks on the album. and yeah mm. so and he about like, and it's hard like to say how 30 songs on this yeah thing. and then they had all the b-sides I didn't really look into the b-sides to see who played on one on those but I read at some point like a lot of like um like I think it was you used to be me one of the b-sides was one that they were kind of recording auditions while you know, like trying out drummers but they were also recording oh, it shit. so like that that was like one of the other drummers and it was just kind of an audition that they recorded and ended up keeping it as a song, which is pretty cool song i'm not as big on it as a lot of others but we'll get into that later right. <laughs> cool i um, like um uh-huh. chaz
2: i like your um because i i've just been big on like like just put like let this record be like your orchestration like your orchestra record mm-hmm. you know like a symphony but i like i did i never thought of it as uh the alternative being like a shoegaze. Yeah. Like you their shoegaze record and like Yeah. And I like that, but I think it's a little past. Like it's a little too far. A little too far gone. It would have been a good direction yeah. a good direction for him, you know, but like but it's a little after the fact, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, look, looking at that batch of songs, I wonder, which, yeah, because he really could have, like, you know, won. Because Wish could have been shoegazy as
3: yeah, fuck, and yeah. it would have been
0: better if it
2: was a little shoegazed out. Like, But at this yeah. point, he
3: could have done anything he wanted to do. I think I, I think that's more or less the exactly. point I was... Like, I, I mean, I still think that he could or still could do something like that, but... Um, I think A that, yeah, But I think he could do just about I mean at this point in his life he could do whatever he wanted But like back then He still could have done whatever he wanted with the blessing of the label And even For the most part the fan yeah. base And you know Gotten away with most of it um, But with this album How much do you think Because of the departure of everyone How much do you think Like percentage wise was he was left up To his own devices of what he wanted to do like exactly yeah. I, I, think think it was like fucking, I think it's
2: like i think it's a hundred percent yeah i but,
0: think he and that's what initially going into it like we said in the last one a little bit but like that idea of like the past few albums in particular like disintegration and wish there was so much talk of like hanging out with like listening to everybody in the band's yeah. demos and and like rating them and voting and stuff like that and i yeah. don't think there was any of that it was just like i have this song i have this song let's see what we can do and it was weird because he seems like he was calling all the shots, but still like asking for input, you know, he still yeah. was trying to be cool and have a full band and, but nobody was probably really challenging him on shit or asking, or he was just being, you know, cause it didn't seem like he should have just been like full on solo album with it in a way, you know, much yeah. like the top. That's yeah. right. I'll have a lot of parallels with the top where he's still it, it, totally. Yeah. Where he's still calling all the shots, but like, kind of pretending it's a band when it's not really that much of a band at this point in my two listens Uh i
2: i put together (laughs) um (laughs) it's so much the top like it's it's a modern top yeah they're the parallels between the two are crazy like where's just him untethered yeah like from other people's opinions i don't think he's like like it's unhinged and just like not unhinged like crazy, but just like yeah. do whatever you want. And this is that's him doing whatever he wants is like the top and yeah. the loose swings. Like they're so similar,
0: but it's weird because it lacks like a theme or focus, which is strange because you would think if it was all him, he would have like the most focused of all focus, yeah. like disintegration. You know where he was like, you know, this is could be my he solo needs album, motherfuckers. That's on, why Lowell
2: but, came back.
0: <laughs> what do you mean? You know what I mean.
2: Well, that's why Lo- why Lowell stuck around so long because like he needs oh. that, In like he needs theory. people. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's a bit of a theory, but he needs people. You know, like yeah. Simon and just yeah, all the people like, to bounce great ideas off of, that, Like, yeah. kind of like, yo, dude, chill out. Like, let's let's focus. Yeah, but left. Yeah. To his own devices, you're making the top, you're making the wild
0: mood swings, mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> um, you're making some weird shit.
0: <laughs> well, let's see what happens when they do start recording. We left all this out on the last one. He uh, basically stuck to the same formula of getting the country manor. And uh, got this place called Saint Catherine's Court, just outside of Bath, and it was owned by Jane Seymour, also known as Doctor Quinn, Medicine <laughs> Woman.
1: <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but apparently,
0: this super rad mansion or whatever goes way back to like 950 AD, even. So it was, it's like a manor. Yeah, wow, man. it was around long before Doctor Quinn, I think. <laughs> but uh, she just happened to rent it out at the time. And it's a um, beautiful place. Yeah, I'm it's crazy. sure it's probably pretty nice. Yeah. So they stuck with that theme, so you can't blame that, and um, it seemed like, yeah, there was no real, like, clear plan from the start, there was some of that Steve Lyon producer guy was like, yeah, I was a little unsure of what we were going for, even theme-wise from the start, it was, like we said, Robert Smith just had these songs, and he said, let's record them, you know, and then we'll see if they all fit or what, and just kept recording on <laughs> and uh, and that was the thing with it it just went on forever it went on like total 18 months recording Jesus Christ! so i mean that's like a <laughs> whole fucking you know year and a half so it was like there were lots of pauses apparently like during the summer i think of 95 they did like some uh summer festivals and rehearsals for those festivals and stuff in england and such and uh lots of hopping around too. like by the end, they didn't want to record like the whole orchestra stuff in the manor. So they would rent out some other gigantic fucking place and, <laughs> and do the <laughs> strings in that building. Cause it sounded better. And then they would hop around for this and that for whatever the instrument and...
2: drag all that expensive recording gear. Around <laughs> yeah, around <your> exactly.
0: <laughs> and, and then it did get into the money stuff That Robert was even just dropping tons of cash Into this even out of his own pocket A lot of the times And like Jesus. Like he had to pay that Stephen Lyon producer guy Because it wasn't a very conventional Like he wanted him to stay on the job For the whole thing But he's like I can't just like work on this one album For a year and a half You know And
1: Like so, this is forever
0: So yeah He was basically <laughs> paying him a, a salary For that whole time And uh And he had to pay him more Like I'm sorry dude Yeah yeah. And he <laughs> like, was like Alright whatever I'll hang out with Robert Smith for a year and a half. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, and, it must have and been. This is nutty. what you
2: get. Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, like, probably not the best idea in hindsight. But, uh,
2: he probably should have bought, like, a fucking like, 20 track fucking recorder. Yeah. And just, like,. <laughs> Like some old tape shit and just did it. Uh, make a shoegaze record. Yeah. Like do it on your own. You have all that fucking money. Ten track. Like um, keep that money and just fucking do it legit. Yeah, it's weird. I
0: always, yeah, always a little too much is never good. But um, I want some scary. I wanted some scary
2: guitars or like some like scary like dark strings <laughs> like.
0: I, get I a little of that, and intent- just get some trumpets on top of it too. You know? <laughs> but I just wanted some attention. Like, why like- have just one of those when you could put everything on the same track? You know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, eventually they ran out of time though, and old Chris Perry came up. So he was like, "You have two months to finish this." But then it dawned on Steve Lyon and Robert Smith that they had none of the songs actually mixed, like final mixes. So, in like the, this was already like 96. The album's going to come out this <laughs> year, I think. And they fucking panic a little bit, I think. And like they outsource <laughs> all the songs to like other people to mix them. What? Uh, if you, if you look at, yeah. So, like, Jeez. if you look at the final mixes, aren't even done by Robert or the producer, Steve Lyon. They're all done by like, you know, a lot of people that you recognize the names from that time period, yeah. but like. That's crazy. But I think they, like, yeah, Mark Saunders, uh, Sean Slade even did one. Yeah, Yeah. I kind of remember, yeah. Yeah, a lot of those dudes. And, um... And then I think if I got it right, they did a whole bunch of songs. So then they would send them back, and they'd have to pick the best ones. And of course, Steve line and Robert Smith couldn't decide on which ones, and they'd end up arguing over which was the better mix. And nobody really felt like they picked the right mixes. Yeah. And if you look at the credits of Wild Midswings, there's fucking ten people that are credited to the final mixes, like the, where they chose their songs. So ten different, <laughs> like basically producer mixer kind of dudes. I <laughs> None of them wanted to be like,
2: <laughs> like I didn't do it. Like, oh, yeah. All of them, like all ten of them, are like I didn't. Oh, I be good did for this, song, man. But
0: I mean, that's got to add to the fucking convoluted nature of the album. I mean, you got ten different people that don't that hadn't been there for the it's, whole journey of recording the song. It's why it doesn't sound like yeah. It's, it's it why sounds it, like it a, sounds
2: like a uh, a disconnected
1: peace mm-hmm.
0: you know it makes it doesn't so, it sense. Sense. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, so on may 7 1996 <laughs> is the magical day that it it comes out the album drops enters the uk charts at number nine which was surprisingly high still and uh yeah. u.s billboards came in at 12 um came Out to mixed reviews, of course, like everybody, and to this day, <laughs> ultimately,
2: <laughs> ultimately, it would be you, the if,
0: if you're out by Mars right now, you can hear
2: the collective sigh <laughs> or just huh? more when like collective head like scratching, this, probably, I'm like, like just Whoa. the sound traveling of just like, ah, <laughs> uh, this is it, this is, uh,
0: huh? I didn't think this would come, up. but, um. Ah. Yeah, it would ultimately be the lowest selling care record in the past twelve years, and the big disappointment side. Twelve was that years it, <laughs> that's a long so, time. So yeah, so it was like it. It's the first one that didn't do better than the one before it. So that was like a huge disappointment right. for Robert, where he was like, "Ah, oh, really?" And a lot of that wasn't he, really officially kick in until later. On that shit. Yeah, it's and still the fans gold. were mixed on it from the start, and still went gold. Yeah, yeah, that was my next note. Still made. That's like. Kind of just further shows the shittiness of the record labels around the mid-90s, too. You know, they're like, oh, what a disappointment. It's like, it's a fucking gold-selling record. Calm down. Everyone got their yeah. money. <laughs> it's like, it's like how many records? Even, what's that?
2: How many did it sell? Like, what's the... Uh, I didn't get the final like, What do you number? have to get to get gold? 500,000.
3: Yeah. Oh, Damn. To get gold. So there you go. That's a lot. I, I mean, mean... That's just the United States. Yeah. So, they, they sold right. 500,000 in the United States. Uh, it says here they sold one hundred and five thousand in France. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah. So probably, yeah, I least... mean, conservatively, probably sold over a million records. Yeah. Yeah, it's you take those yeah, two countries. Pretty... So.
0: Because I mean, if you think about it, everybody was like, "Fuck yeah!" Off the heels of you know, four years later, yeah. even of Wish, though. I mean, they were gonna buy it no matter what was yeah. what it sounded like, but. Imagine it's Probably hearing... the reason why it's the one that you always see at the used
3: stores too. Yeah. But <laughs> how many of those got resold
0: back to Mr. K's used books and CDs? I don't know. <laughs> but uh,
3: can you imagine I, hearing God. "Burn" like the week before this record came out for the first time?
0: Yeah, you that would like, hurt a little bit.
3: <laughs> this is gonna rule, and you go and buy it. Yeah. And,
0: well, that was kind of the <laughs> you're like ah. one of the other weird avenues with that as we segue <laughs> into going into the actual songs, as we talked about like, in the last Like, kind of getting episode. stoked for it, you know? Yeah, because Burn, yeah. especially, and then as you go into Absolutely. the first track, Want, which comes perfectly off the heels of Burn, I think, yeah. you know? like Yeah. Kind of even going back to your shoegaze ideas, like, if you took those two songs even and, like, just did a whole album of that, you know, like where that's kind of, like, the main reoccurring sound, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. I mean it wouldn't be just like tense and strings and like just dope like yeah, tone I mean drum it,
2: beats and shit.
0: Like it would never sound like shit. lo-fi nineties, you know, shoegaze yeah. probably, but at the same time you could do a version of that with cure songs for sure, Absolutely. you know. And uh, so you yeah. kinda wonder. And in my
2: past two listens to this, like just putting it on and I put a, I hook my C D player up mm-hmm. um, to my stereo. So I was listening to like the OG CD that I bought when it came out (laughs) and I was like, "Eh, Mm -hmm. why did I spend 20 bucks on this? (laughs) And why are fucking, why were CDs 20
0: bucks? (laughs) But, um, but, um, (laughs) and, uh. I, I think so they had talked on them down to about 17 by this point. We were like, let's not totally rob <laughs> them.
2: You get a factor in the tip. Yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> but um, that first listen, to, like the first song is just like, yeah, it kind of gets me. Yeah. Like, it got me. I got hyped, and I was like, nah, this is going to be good. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm listening to it with new ears, and that, like the, that song is good. That's yeah. probably my favorite. Like, there's maybe like one later one I like, mm-hmm. um, but I really like that first
1: one. Yeah, it's I think good. It's,
0: want, it's pretty much like the it's board. a good
1: intro. Yeah, you know? it's
0: fucking. It's got all the angst of like wish stuff, yeah. you know, like you're saying, and all the guitar stuff. Yeah, and, um,
1: yeah,
0: it's
2: um, and like some string shit and like good keyboards. Yeah, the, synths, you know? the
3: like, synth toward the end of the song is amazing. Like, yeah, it just yeah it's like really yeah. powerful and moving. Absolutely. You know.
2: I, I wanted a whole record of just that. Like, that would have
0: been fine. Yeah. If no other streak was continued, their great openers continued for sure. Like, they're great at having, like, that first track just being, like, badass and being, like, a great live opener and stuff, yeah. you know? So, yeah. It's, like, definitely nailed it with that. Day, so. And that's probably the most only reoccurring one for many years from Wild Mood Swings and their live sets. I'd say, looking at the whole album, the only one that was consistently in live sets from here on out is Want, you know? Yeah. Because it's badass. (laughs) kind of says something to, you know? (laughs) uh, And it's, like, the first
2: song for the drummer, and it's, like, a big, like, change in the band, you know? And, and like, I'm happy he played on that because he fucking nailed that shit. Yeah. Like, like, drumming on that is dope and powerful and, like, really pushes the song. Yeah.
0: Steps it up for it's Perry heavy. too, showing that he can handle yeah. some guitar stuff going on there, and uh, yeah, because that's yeah. the other big shoes. He could have had like, like twenty delay pedals. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a he a probably did, but pedals, you know. he could have
2: been a shoegaze record. It would sound a dope <laughs> over
1: those drums.
3: Yeah, but so, uh, one of the best songs on the album, not a single. <laughs> So that I mean that
0: right. They should have fucking just made it the single one. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird one. <laughs> it's clearly the best song, I think. And uh, as much as I
3: like a lot of the yeah. other ones, even
0: uh, yeah, it's very strange. And um, I don't know. I just wish it, it. It just. I don't know.
3: Nothing else on the on the album sounds like that song. Like I yeah. think that's what's no. frustrating yeah, is that is that there's no song that's even close to. As hard as that song is and like as I as good as it like it I it's so frustrating.
1: <laughs> yeah. Like Yeah, I about, mean it's like, almost
2: Jupiter Crash. I thought Jupiter Crash was the only one that like Yeah. Dipped in that territory, but I think they had like brush sticks.
0: Yeah, they did it like, like a more acoustically. Little... I wonder too. Yeah, like when we get to Juke and that
2: Chris, song could have like...
0: been that song would have been doper.
2: Yeah, harder. if you had put
0: some like distortion guitars in that
2: and done Dude, it in the, the same thing, yeah. like a bunch of reverb on some shit. Like... Oh,
3: yeah, uh, th- uh, my note... but that's
2: like the only second to that song for me. Hmm.
3: Yeah, like all my notes here for all the songs are like could have used synths could have you know <laughs> taken the violins yeah. out and put make it you it know is. and i'm it's just all like... like
0: production <laughs> notes yeah yeah i feel like i'm mixing like a yeah. novel but really listening to it i'm like i turned that down kind of like what we said with wish yeah, you know yeah. but this is like way more that you know and i'm just like whoa why what is that coming out of that left speaker yeah. <laughs> it's like turn that down turn this up and, well, i just and, don't um, understand
3: how they went with the first song with that with like the amazing synth and synth at the end of that song but it's not mm-hmm. really present on Anywhere any other song it. yeah, it's like they, yeah just, they nail it yeah. so perfectly oh, on it's out of it's them. out of a ballpark on on like every part of that song is great yeah it's a really pretty melody like i don't know why it doesn't transfer yeah. over to anything else
0: hey yeah. I, I jotted down that it's almost so good that it doesn't really matter what What's on the rest of this album, but not quite. <laughs> it's almost that good. Right? Like, kind of the way I love Shake Dog Shake, too, going to the top, where I was like, that sounds so good. It's like, whatever. I mean, we get the whole rest right? of the top. It's we got Shake Dog Shake. It doesn't really matter. It's, a... it's, it's
3: definitely a good parallel between the two.
0: Uh, Club America, track two. That's an interesting mm. slot. Club America oh. opinions aside, like, number two slot is pretty. Uh, Important. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's a pivotal slot, especially for cure albums. You look at all their like, you know, shining albums. The number two ones usually like the big single or at least a single
3: or song that's not a really good song. weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. Just <laughs> telling you where the record's gonna go.
1: <laughs> yeah, this yeah. is
0: like I mean, at least the nasty like, guitars now kind of, maybe that was the reasoning, is that this is like the Kind of second nastiest guitar one to follow up want because it has like all those fucking wah-wahs going and they're almost cool, but it's just a mess. Almost. Almost. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's, key. I mean, it's not annoying like Wendy time was with the wah-wah. You know, at least it's like fucking like digging in like crazy. Like, what the hell? Like, if you're not really listening, you're like, Jesus, this is just a mess. But that's kind of cool for a (laughs) cure song. But uh, it's
3: almost cool
1: yeah almost like I was almost cool just...
3: middle school <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's funny though like re-listening to this I was like I I kind of liked it a little more than I thought I was because I just had it in my head forever that I hate this song so much like just years ago Lord like expectation kind of right, stopped dude. yeah yeah and I, <laughs> I, and I still don't like it at all but at the same time it was like I like the guitar stuff just because it was so like weird and like messy at least but uh but yeah, that vocal, like it's not cool in the way that when he did it on Piggy in a mirror Piggy in the Mirror, you know, he kinda sings that voice, you know, it's like I don't know what he's going for. At one point he and said it's that his vocal American bit at
2: voice. The end, yeah.
0: where he's
2: like I don't know. That's one of my notes. Um my notes for this song were um uh don't like the production it's weird yeah hate the vocals at the end
0: yeah i hate the vocal through the whole thing i do yeah.
2: like yeah they sound
0: shitty yeah. and it's like well, i just wonder because i mean i don't like the theme of what he's going for with the song but <laughs> i wonder if he sang it normal would it be better though i mean if he just sang it kind of in a normal robert voice i wonder if it would help it a little more it at would least, be more appealing
3: yeah. It would be a little bit more appealing, but like the vocals are terrible and the song doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Like if you're gonna yeah. you know at least point me in the right direction, it just doesn't <laughs> right. there, there's nothing going on. And like yeah. the vocals just totally turn me off. So yeah. it, it, Beat it. Uh,
0: I I, I and especially that early out of the gate you know yeah like what the fuck track two what and it's like not short. slap in the face It's like a five minute long song too so just like this fucking (laughs) wah-wah freak out at the end and uh (laughs) jason cooper got out of being on that one at least Uh, he was good pavlo lewis pavlo i think is the drummer so
3: you think he was like that was not me I had yeah. nothing to do with that <laughs> song. Like, oh.
0: <laughs> I'm the new guy, man. I'm just <laughs> doing up to it. But it's one of his
2: super literal lyrics. Yeah, it
0: is. Yeah. Songs for me. Like, just yeah. like, don't
2: tell it's, me stuff, man. Like, <laughs> it's, it's kind kind of, yeah, it is
0: kind of like a way lamer version of like the theme of open, you know, like with the whole, like, mm-hmm. like going in the crazy <laughs> American party situation. <laughs> <laughs> Calm uh... <laughs> down Chaz Sorry, I'm...
3: The wife just got home And the dogs are like nuts
0: Let the dogs out on this one <laughs> <laughs> Who's the bad boy here Ooh. It's like some sound effect thing We're officially letting the dogs out on this song <laughs> <laughs> Club America's <laughs> Getting taken away by the dogs <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think hopefully I don't know, I don't think anybody's ever cited Club America as one of their Man on my dream set list If only they would bring back Club America
2: I know so, someone's sitting in like a fucking arena Going like Out in the man. sun sweating
3: Going like, come on, play
1: it motherfucker. Club America, play. come on, Club America <laughs> <laughs> Said no one ever Yeah, Somebody's you know?
3: gonna be listening to the podcast Just like ripping up paper like, Listening like to that us, song. talking about the song <laughs>
2: Totally. Like some some there's one person all pissed off <laughs> kept like me shitting on it. Assholes. Like <laughs> fucking these assholes. <laughs> <laughs> shitting on Club America. <laughs>
1: there's
3: somebody out there whose favorite movie is Waterworld. So Yeah.
1: There's always, <laughs> I
0: just always someone, that. So. that movie's fucking
3: hilarious.
2: <laughs> but uh <laughs> Waterworld's <laughs> fucking ridiculous, like this fucking record. When you give someone like tons of money and this is what you make, you make fucking Waterworld?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the
3: Waterworld of Kira yes, <laughs> Yeah, Album.
0: Totally. It is. It totally is. Uh,
1: <laughs> oh
3: shit. <laughs> it probably came out around the same time too, didn't it? Yeah, I know. I'm trying to do the math in my head. <laughs> Don't blame it on the
0: era yeah, man. I think it's the time like, It's man. the artist It's, it's, it's not the time year 95, 96 Yeah, 95, <laughs> yep, yep. They, Ugh,
3: they, re, they were recording Wild Mood Swings While Waterworld was while being made <laughs> While watching
2: While watching Waterworld film <laughs>
0: <laughs> Track three then Let's see where it goes from here This is a Lie Is a, a pretty song Pretty cool yeah. song Not a great song But it's a I like it Um it's good use of the excessive strings. This is the most uh pinpoint, I think, of what Donald was hoping for for the whole album. And if you listen to that Join the Dots version, I think, yeah, that one because they cut all of it except the strings, and that works really cool. Like, I like that way better than the actual one on the album. And I kind of yeah. wonder if that's what they were talking about with the billion different mixes from everybody. Yeah. And then in hindsight, they're kind of like, maybe that was the cooler one, <laughs> but uh, because it kind of just cuts the chase. It's like if you're gonna have a song with just like Fucking heaps of strings all over it. You might as well let <laughs> let that be the song, you know. And uh, I
2: would say this is one of the songs where I'm like, just makes this an orchestral thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, cause the lyrics weren't bad. Yeah, I it's think. a good. Like, it's it's a pretty melody, and like the lyrics are good. Like, like take out the fucking like little brush sticks Yeah, yeah. Drums, like just t- like. Cause on that
0: other version, the do drums it. don't come in until like the last like till the outro. Really, they bring in the drums on that and there's no guitar even until like the last like chorus maybe and uh yeah mm-hmm. it's pretty cool it's much better that way
3: do you think robert has all the um mixes from everybody still or you
1: Probably, think he trashed I'm them? sure all? yeah that'd, I be, don't know. that'd be really I'll
3: interesting, real interesting to hear what the 10 different mixes yeah. True. True.
2: He paid like a million dollars for all this recording <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, I sh- hope he has it. <laughs> I'm
0: sure he has all of that shit. Like That's why he probably is like thinks the album's great because he forgot what the fuck is actually <laughs> on the album. It's like, I don't know, I've listened to so many goddamn mixes of this is a lie. I mean they <laughs> put
3: a
2: join the dots and like yeah. like that dude catalogs all yeah. that shit
3: like Maybe when he dies he'll turn into like Prince or Tupac yeah, and it just yeah. be <laughs> album after album that so, comes out afterwards. Well, I didn't
0: think of many reasons to be too excited for the Wild Mood Swings reissue, but that could be cool if you yeah. put all those on there. That would be pretty rad. So. Or it maybe that'd be better at than least the some record. of them. Yeah, you know, something <laughs> different. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember a cool live thing of seeing when they played this live from this era, like Simon would play an acoustic guitar and just like a normal, like, actual six string acoustic guitar, you know, and the. What? yeah it was weird i guess because like so much of the strings was being covered on the low end like it was one of those deals all where... the keyboard yeah. strings yeah. um so yeah this is a big <laughs> one track four the 13th is the first single that's released about a month maybe eh, not too much april 22nd 96 uh so a couple of weeks before the album came out like Um, it's a weird one. Not a popular cure single. It seems amongst the uh, fans out there on the internet to this day. Um Uh, Uh, In a single The first single? Yeah It was the first single Off this album Yeah and, and that was the huge argument Steve Lyon The producer was like You gotta just put Mint car out Come out blazing With the obvious single And Robert was like No Which is kind of A cool move I think and like a Perfect what the fuck Robert Smith move Where it's like This weird After four years like, You know It's like Keep that's, you on your toes I remember Just being blown away Cause this was like Our first like Year out of high school I remember being like a college driving there and like zipping out and grabbing the single and like here it is and I'm like whoa okay (laughs) it was just like trumpets (laughs) and like alt salsa or something i don't even know what the fuck was going on but (laughs) (laughs) salsa it said a genre alt salsa (laughs) it (laughs) was after this goth salsa i don't know but but yeah i was just like what the fuck is going on in this song but i liked it because i mean it's different and i still i like it more now than i probably did at the time because i was so like i don't know what's going on but uh yeah it's weird it's it's got like then like i like the verse but the whole if it feels good give it to that whole shit you know it's did like, you, did you? yeah that's just like i still don't know what to make of that and just lyrically it seems like he could have come up with a better and line the way it mm-hmm. leads up to
2: like did you feel good like yeah like just the whole orchestration the song is weird and when he gets to that part it's like i don't know this song's off
0: like it's <laughs>
3: that's yeah, being
2: curious what like, you guys think look- of this
0: one it's it's
1: I like. like it. I
2: get where they're going, but it's just like, why did you go that yeah. way? Yeah, it's it's terrible.
1: You
3: know? Yeah, not into. it. <laughs> yeah. I, no, not at all. Like I, I have. It's such a letdown. I have no. If I didn't, if I didn't have to listen to it, like for the podcast, I probably, I definitely would hit skip. Just I like block it. this one out yeah. altogether. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the th-
2: like this is one of those records you don't put on. You cherry. pick. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I don't sure. even cherry pick, but I just don't
3: put it on. And I have a T. Mm-hmm. I have a T-shirt of the single, but I just, yeah. I, I like the T-shirt, but I I, I don't like the single's <laughs> terrible. But like, the, is it the cover with the little bear? Yeah, thing yeah, on yeah, it yeah, yeah. Yeah. awesome. <laughs> like the the f- four, three other songs that are on the the actual <laughs> single are are collectively better Ooh. than yeah the single but oh
0: um but uh yeah this is a weird fucking tune i don't know it's just like and the video is like off the charts like what the hell is happening and, and i think it was just because of that gap you know that four-year gap where it's just like okay if want had come out as the single we'd be like oh yeah this cures back yeah. you know in like a never enough kind of way or something but uh <laughs> but yeah this was just weird but i do have like great like if you spare me a, a few moments of sentimental value it was great. Like because in this area era was like, like I said, unfortunately mm-hmm. with Don and I we we started drinking around this era. <laughs> I remember just countless nights <laughs> of like in my basement and we were like, what is this natural light beer that <laughs> gives me incredibly painful headaches? And uh, so we were just like, and I remember just like having like the house to myself like for one of the first times around this time and and I just gotten a single. <laughs> And I yep. like got like this whole thing of beer and I was just got shit faced by myself and blasted this single like constantly and it was like one of the <laughs> funnest nights ever. I was like, oh, I'm so adult now and like uh, <laughs> I was just like listening to the Cure and I watched Killing Zoe and passed out and felt horrible. But uh... <laughs> and then you
2: changed your habits and your behavior because you were fucking Maybe. stupid. I don't know. <laughs> it
1: depends on the night of the week now, I guess.
0: But I feel like I've matured a little bit so it's... <laughs> <laughs> the
2: shit
1: and
0: you but uh up. but maybe some part of me always feels a little <laughs> a little tingle in my heart for the 13th when i when i hear it because i think of that evening of just total debauchery but i don't know cool let's move on this is the one that uh is the third single so we're skipping the next single for now <laughs> track five strange attraction third single came out in october mm. so by the fall of this year. Technically like the the melody and the vocals, but so much of the song bugs me still. I know a lot of people like it as a poppy cure song, but I'm Yeah. I think it's the keyboard sounds I don't like and like it's the production it, or something that's that's exactly yeah, what that was good something with it's too like, plucky or
3: something like, I what the background
0: yeah like if you were just playing yeah. that on a guitar maybe with some fuzz or something on it it might just be like way cooler i mean i can't really picture how it'd be cooler but i feel like somehow they re- <laughs> if they re-recorded it i'd probably like it though cuz i like the melody and i love the lyrics you know like when we talked about the music for dreams thing of doing cure karaoke, where you sing anything over a cure song, I'd almost want to just take those lyrics and like sing them real sad and slow over something, you know, it's just cause they're good. lyrics. Yeah, the there's lyrics, like a million right? words yeah.
2: though. in that song, like that's a super, it's wordy as fuck. There's yeah. so many lyrics in that. It's a busy song. It's just a busy fucking song. <laughs> right. And it's like, I, I, I see what you're saying. Like, I like, the overall idea of the song, you know, yeah, like. and it's like I don't want to like it, but yeah. I do, because I
0: kind of like the swing. Yeah, of it. it's a good vocal melody and yeah. everything. So it's not even like it's it's just something yeah. doesn't. And the drums, I really hate the sound on that. I think it is a Jason yeah, drum, but everything the mixing on that, mixing like, on that is weird. That was kind yeah. of a '90s thing in general too. Like I remember like a it's a lot of snares 90s. sounding like that, and I hate that sound for some reason. It's
2: it's so compressed, like, it's...
0: Is that what it is? Yeah, I was going to ask like, you, this like, is what, what the, this is cause Yeah, it's no... And yeah. I guess they're so, like, reverbed out. Normally, everything's like, you know, like those early albums and shit, you know? Yeah. Just, they always go big with their sounds. It's,
2: like, very open recordings and, like, reverb and, like, just yeah. sounds So It's shit. so weird to hear something
0: and so snappy so tight and tight. Yeah, like, like, it's
2: really weird. Yeah, obsessed <laughs> over, you know, where you're, like, people are, like... They probably had the technology at that point to like like start clipping down like snare drums mm-hmm. sounds and like just compressing and fucking just being able to fuck with everything. Yeah. Is what this is starting to sound like <laughs> on this yeah. song, you know, it's just like what we're getting into, you know, it's just like they're fucking with everything. And that's why it took so long. To
1: get it's yeah. <laughs> fucking around with the so snare much money and there's much. the ability.
2: <laughs> yeah, there's the ability to fuck with every nuance yeah. of it. And they're probably and just
0: starting to mix like computers into it too yeah. and stuff. So they're like. Not to the right. point where they can like go in and trim stuff, but they're still filtering computers into yeah. shit, you know. And it's like, yeah, it's... yeah. <laughs> this is why it sounds. Like... <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, that's. I feel like the production shit is like key on this for sure. And, uh...
2: and and like, do you go into like, is it like the team that he assembled? Right, letting them down, and like he has all this money, so he's probably surrounded by fucking creeps. <laughs> his fucking old fucking <laughs> suing him and shit and like he's surrounded by assholes cause anytime anyone has money like you're surrounded by assholes trying to like fuck with you and like get your money you know
0: <laughs> nah I I mean and it's not like he's gonna sit you know, there quietly it... going oh, this is getting out of control I'm not gonna say anything you know you know Robert's like a Like, you know, he's going to speak up. He was totally on board, I'm sure. Somebody had convinced
3: him enough that this sound was all right or what. I think it was incredibly deliberate. Like we we said before, like, he was, like, with the top, he was by himself. Yeah. You know, and he was like, this is what I want. This is what, you know. Yeah. You you, you can maybe say it had something to do with all the mixing that they did with all the different people, but I, I, I think that he purposely wanted that song to sound like that. And like I, I, yeah, this is a song. This is a song that definitely Damn. grew on me, and where I first hated yeah. it, and like it, it's definitely, I think it's one of the most ninety <laughs> sounding songs on the album. Right, where it's like, uh, yeah, that's yeah. a radio ninety single that they're trying to reach for. But like now mm-hmm. that I'm yeah. older, I listen to it now and I actually kind of like it. So I, yeah, you know, it yeah. definitely has great lyrics. I this is yes. this is a song yeah. that I that I hear myself. Singing in my head Like when I'm just like Walking around the house I don't even yeah. know why It's just one that gets stuck In my You know It's It's got that Yeah like,
0: like I said That that chorus melody's great Yeah You know yeah. Strange attraction We're talking about This is a lie Strange
3: attraction <laughs> <laughs>
0: What Whistle <We're> <laughs> That was like two songs ago, man. <laughs> Maybe we should move on. Then. You know, <laughs> like, there's so
2: many songs they missed. Well, going them all.
0: into the next one, I'm, you know, a lot of people don't agree with this, but I think Mint Car is a great single. It's a cool pop song, track six. It was the second single released. Arguably, should have been the first. Yep. Uh, came out in June. I think love it or hate it, it's obviously just they're trying for another Friday. I'm in love. Nice. And, you know, it's a, it's a. It's a pop song. I like it though. I think the lyrics are thin, very thin <laughs> lyrics. Uh, there's not much. When well, every time you go to the good, should, could, would, a rhyming scheme, and it's like not really. Robert could probably do a little better than that. But uh, at the same time, it's like, uh, yeah. It, but it works. I feel like it's like that baseline fucking rules on that song, and I don't know. It's just a cool. I like the guitar part too. I know a lot of people hate the little like high note. But I think it's cool. Um, I'm down with it. I like this one. So uh. it's kind of like a like
2: a um, yeah a trendy TV
3: show theme. <laughs> well, it was used for two soundtracks in the in the early 2000s. So, yeah, the movie "Loser" with uh, the kid from uh, American Pie. And then, mm-hmm. and, and then an right, right. in and in an 2005, that was like a romantic comedy. So uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a rom-com
0: song. Yeah. It's definitely
3: a wrong com song.
0: It yeah. is. It's like
2: yeah. the Friends well, thing. No, it's not that. It's not that bad.
3: <laughs> I could see it being used for something I, like that though. Yeah, I definitely. <laughs>
0: and me. I see the dislike for it, but I just happen to think that that one's kind of cool. Like we're. Somehow, strange attraction doesn't quite hit me in the right spot, but this is a cool song. I dig that one, but uh, but I get it. It's obvious like everything that people argue about. Friday, I'm in love, you know, and I'm a little like, oh, come on, but that song still rules, you know. Like this, this one's a little harder to argue back, and I'm like, yeah, I get it. Well, it's gonna, (laughs) it's it's sweet. It's gonna be compared
3: Uh to Friday, I'm in love all the time, just because yeah, they're the two probably poppiest singles they ever put out. Yeah, you know, so yeah. I, I mean, personally, if I had to listen to it, one of the two songs, I would probably listen to Mint Car more. Yeah, just I don't know why. I just I maybe less overkill.
0: Maybe maybe the better song. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how I compare them. I'd probably say like Fireman loves technically a better song, but because of the overkill, I probably Absolutely. like have like a uh, yeah, like a fun like I love just getting in the Mint Car on a sunny day. Yeah, and like fucking in my not so mint car and drive <laughs> around and yeah, it's just fucking fun, you know, yeah. it's just like, it, you know, I hate, he does gotta just say happy in the sun and everything. <laughs> He's dropping it a little too, uh, you know, what Donald hated about the literal stuff that I didn't agree with, with wishes, maybe a little too literal on this one, you know, or just like, okay, I get it. You're happy now. It's all right. You know? <laughs> but, uh, but I love that baseline. So good. And, uh, the baseline, line yeah, is tight all kind of fuzzed
2: out. He's all over the place on that. He's hitting a million <laughs> notes and it sounds.
3: Uh, then you have the little uh, kiss sound effect in the background that he added in there. Oh, the,
1: yeah. The, oh, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had too one literal of the
0: 58 tracks. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's what it takes me away, too. Like with this oh record, it's like <laughs> there's lots of those little, like. Roller coaster, fucking like attraction sounds like uh, that he does like little kisses ooh,
1: and like, little
3: overdubs <laughs> yeah. and stuff he and doesn't it's... do that much in this album though does he i love
0: he? i think that's what he's he does yeah
3: I think, well yeah the vocals are weird but i mean just as far as like those little oohs and ahs that he puts in like i don't I don't remember hearing the kind too of bleeds of them.
0: them into like the high harmonies and yeah. stuff. Like a lot of times on like the car, be not like,
2: as much.
0: Yeah. And then it'll do like kind of the woohoo. There's, the like, there's like two or three
2: like poppy jams on this where he does
3: it. And even on some yeah. of the mellow ones. He definitely I mean, does it in Mint Car like six it's times. It's like vocal. Yeah. It's, it's kind of overkill, but I still like <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's not bad. Like, it's not a bad song. I do
0: feel like it it's should have been weird. a bigger hit than it was, for sure. If Friday, if people are going to yeah. latch on the Friday I'm in Love as far as the actual billboard, you know, why the fuck not? This, but it was 96. Don't you think this should have been? Was, What's that, oh, 96?
3: Yeah, but so, I mean. It's not Dishwala, but I mean.
1: Damn! <laughs>
0: at least like a top eight you know maybe not a number two jam or anything but i mean come on i don't think it cracked like the top 50 i don't know where it was on the uh, chart position man fuck no it was filled with like
3: pearl uh, jam it was
2: yeah. right like they were
3: the alternative songs Pearl's it was 14 14 yeah the billboard hot hot 100s it was 58 Okay. That's just in this country. UK, it was 31. Yeah. So, it, that's funny. Yeah. Did better here than there. It, <laughs> yeah. it, it got 20 in Finland, though.
1: All right. There yes. you go. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> Good, <man. laughs> These are all like pity numbers, though, Or like people uh, are like, I don't want to do them bad. <laughs>
0: Whatever the top, <laughs> top hit of the 96 was, I'm sure this was funner. Whatever the fuck it was. Spice some... Girls yet? When were they? They had they? to be around there. Uh, top hey, songs of 96.
3: We... Here we yeah, go. Yeah,
0: maybe we need to <laughs> dive into that. What
3: uh, was the
0: competition.
3: <laughs> shit. Uh, maybe some Mariah Carey and <laughs> Boys II Men, One Sweet Day was number two. Lame. Celine Dion, Mariah Carey again.
0: Super lame. Bone
3: Thugs and Harmony was number seven with the Crossroads. Damn, Can I... yeah, that song's dope. None of these that are like particularly dope. big poppy songs, aren't they? Their harmonies—they they yeah. don't
2: joke with that Bone Thugs and Harmony yeah. bit, like yeah, their harmonies are dope. That song's. The I mean, you
3: had like the gym, oh, yeah. the Jim Blossoms were up there, and Damn. you had. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Alanis Morissette with ironic was number 13 Oh yeah yeah I read a bunch yeah. of
0: stuff on that Like the year like every like <laughs> article I read On the Wild Midswings so was like But it was the, the year of Alanis Morissette Yes and, it was uh, That's probably why nothing went well. <laughs> I was like a, in a year dominated By Alanis Morissette Why even bother to put out a record <laughs> I was like wow really <laughs> I <was> like, Okay. <laughs> I'm
2: embarrassed to say My wife literally This weekend went up to like DC to see Alanis Morissette at like some basic bitch target like that is trap awesome. shit. Like and uh and she loved it and had the best time. And <laughs>
3: but like, really quick 28 <laughs> on that list uh uh-huh. was this Disw- this <laughs> with counting blue cars. Oh, and 20, 28. 29 was uh Alanis Morissette you gotta know and Shit. thirty was <laughs> John Osborne, One of Us.
0: Damn, so it was that whole era. Yeah. Man.
2: And I bet those songs, some of the songs were probably like at oh, number probably. one and then yeah. over like fucking like a whole year they dropped down to like fourteen. Yeah. And
0: if you look at all those songs though, how yeah. fucking cool is this? The cure was actually too happy and Poppy. <laughs> to have a hit at that point if you look yeah. at all those they're not like poppy fun songs they're all like
1: <laughs> you know
0: what i mean like they're all like angry it's, as fuck songs the in the means. 90s like everybody was just like fucking pissed off about something And the cures finally Robert was like oh i'm so happy i could scream Woo. And i was like fuck off old man <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's like your time yeah, to shine, they dude. Like, get like, put out what they probably gnarly. would have been it. Like, him. you yeah. have the money to do whatever you want. Get gnarly, and uh, everyone was gnarly. Like everyone, everyone yeah. was. Yeah, brutal. they're all
0: like, no. What if God was one of us, the culture. man? It's like, whoa, shit. That's yeah, heavy, think dude. About that. <laughs> it's like, fuck. I just wanted to sing about being happy and in love. You know. I haven't seen a blue car in like an hour. Uh, I can't even count any of them. Totally. Like. Oh, man. (laughs) like fucked up.
2: And I kind of see, like, why The Cure kind of put this record out a bit. Yeah, uh, maybe this was, like, their way of rebelling, you know, everybody else was doing. Because, (laughs) yeah, it's like they're the antithesis. Like, they're rebelling. against, like
0: they're the opposite of that. It's like nobody would expect an album (laughs) with, like, Goth salsa. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Am I right, (laughs) dogs? I think the pooches would agree with me on that point. Yep. (laughs) Cool. Let's move on. Donald's next favorite track, Jupiter Crash, which I find incredibly humorous because I have an outtake from a time when we recorded with Arusha and she was like hell bent on convincing you how great Jupiter Crash was, and you're like Sucks, man. Worst piece of shit. <laughs> Haven't even listened I have, to like, it in like four at, years. At least Fuck 20 yeah. minutes of Donald saying how he would never listen to Jupiter Crash ever again. It's the worst song. <laughs> I'm like, awesome. I just got him recorded saying it's like his second favorite song on this album. Which still might not be saying that much, but at the same time, it's pretty cool. But yeah, I like this song. It's uh, It's definitely a wishy-washy cure, but it's uh, got a lot of cool layers going on in a way better mood than a lot of the last songs we've heard and uh i like it <laughs> where you guys stand on jupiter crash donald go ahead my note says uh it's <laughs> <Yeah>. okay <laughs> you're you're backtracking now you're just like shit it's okay <laughs> <laughs> the, this is the
2: note i wrote down it just says it's okay, it's okay. Yeah. but i remember yeah, liking it good. like yeah i mean there's cool layers but there's too much, like, brushy-washy yeah. shit. It's a, it's a very wishy-washy-sounding song. Like, all the instruments and stuff are very yeah. wishy-washy. It,
3: it kind of fits in with the know. later part of the album, now. That's mm-hmm. the only part I kind of do like with... Like, if you're going to set a mood of the album, it was de- that definitely fits in with some of the other songs yeah. where, you know... It, yeah. like, settles you down Want, for the next Want has part. no, like, the song Want doesn't have a, another song that goes with it on the album. But, you know, Jupiter Crash has, yeah. like, you
1: know,
3: three or four other songs that could go with it. So, you know, you can make it. A, they could have made a whole like album. of EP. Yeah, an EP. That. Yeah, yeah. An EP. <laughs> made, yeah, yeah.
0: They should have made, like, three EPs out of this.
3: Yeah. They, then one called Wild, one called Mood, and one called Swing.
0: There you go. Yeah, <laughs> they put all the trumpet ones together and all the... Because they were going to do the acoustic thing. That was one of the things I read that I didn't remember, um, that that was one of the actual discussed themes that they were going to do it all acoustic, like Bear and Jupiter Crash and right. Well, that's probably fine. This is a Lie <laughs> and a few of those. And it kind of makes yeah. sense. I don't know if I'd choose that angle. Yeah. I mean, they weren't that old at that point where they needed to, <laughs> we're all just going to play vintage acoustic guitars, you know. but at the same time, at least any theme would have been better. Yeah. So maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Did you say like anything would would have been better?
0: Any theme, you know, just picking right. some fucking theme, you know, like yeah, uh, all, one of the all, other all acoustic, yeah, probably better than the no theme theme, but uh, and even but, all acoustic would be dope. Yeah, yeah. They, they
3: were.
2: You I didn't know. think about
0: that. And that doesn't mean you know, like the bass wouldn't have had to have been an upright bass or anything, you know. You could still just do all like tons of acoustic guitars and shit, but I mean, it doesn't have to be full-on unplugged where there's no yeah, pianos even or just toy piano for yeah. everything <laughs> <That laughs> <know. mean> <laughs> because yeah.
2: yeah it's like just do a shoegaze record do a yeah. fucking orchestral record do a fucking acoustic record
3: yeah, yeah. like i would have been fine with that i mean i think it would have it would have uh come across still, better and would have like in hindsight would have had a better opinion. Yeah, um, especially now, and then, then all over the place. I really like. Yeah, I really like it, but um, I think it's like one of the best songs on the album. And when I saw them in at Meriwether, they played it, and like, yeah. the whole entire place went nuts. Yeah, yeah.
0: that kind of revived it for me too. I'd been kind of going sour on it over the years, and then when I saw them when they played it, it really was like with that awesome like ocean backdrop with the with the lightning and stuff. And I was like, "That's a really fucking cool song." Like it really just kind of bringing on back. Yeah, Yeah. I was like, and that is cool that they're kind of pulling a few of those back into the set. Would be good way to revive it for sure. It was stemmed off of an actual true. Thing event? Did you guys ever remember the around ninety four? There was a, a a comet. uh
3: Yeah, they hit the, Jupiter. Yeah, yeah, like, I thought like you were going to talk between... about bop hailbop, where they, everybody killed themselves.
2: <laughs> I got my Nikes on right now. <laughs> 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 There's but, like that uh, whole call.
0: Yeah, it was a comet, though, and uh, collided with Jupiter. It was the first collision of bodies ever observed uh, in modern <laughs> times, apparently. Robert Smith is a flat earther. And he did it. He, he caused the collision. Of... <laughs> but, uh... but, you know, that's cool that it has, like, and, you know, and the whole thing's obviously like a metaphor of a relationship and shit, but, you know, like... Uh... And, and it was funny, too, like, watching some interviews... Just the last weekend, like, thinking about this album, and he he said, he didn't say this song specifically, but what he liked about this album was that he wrote about shit that was, like, stuff he normally wouldn't write about, and he was like, everyone thinks, I, just because we're the cure, I have to, like, pull all this from within, and it, every song has to be this, like tortured part of my soul that i'm pulling out and it's fun to just kind of pick stuff and write you know songs about that as well and you know so with that in mind it kind of makes it cooler you know or he is just being a little more lighthearted, whimsical. you know yeah (laughs) i don't know it's not not like super you know whimsical by any means especially a song like this but all uh, could be jolly too yeah you know it's like (laughs) It's like it's just better when you pull it from within. <laughs> yeah. I know we don't want to put you through that, but I mean, it just usually yeah, works it out better when for you, me when <laughs> you're <laughs> fucking dying and feeling horrible. Take it to your soul, songs. so sorry. I can hear a good song.
2: <laughs> it is kind of dicky as a fan yeah, to you know, expect
0: yeah. like. He just wants to write a happy song and hoot and holler yeah. for a few minutes. Let him, you know. But
2: I want to write some dumb songs, assholes. Like... <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. such a crime.
0: Well, track eight. This is where the record actually loses me a bit. So I might start falling on the Donald side of the spectrum. You were still on is... at this point. Yeah, I'm pretty. Because <laughs> if you look back, I like Want. I hate Club America. Yeah, yeah. This is a lie. I'm cool <sighs> with Thirteenth. I'm cool with Strange Attraction. Not so much mint car i like jupiter crash i like but now i get like my first like run of like three where i'm just like oh, oh jesus oh. dude and even listening to that i'm like i don't remember that being a distinct moment back in the old days like just listening to it now as we come across track eight round and round and round and round oh. and round <laughs> oh. i think might be fairly uh <laughs> Everyone might agree that there's no reason Why this should be on the album It's like strangely short even Like no cure song has ever been like Two minutes and thirty seconds It's fucking <laughs> dumb and point- It's a pop song has that like That's not catchy or fun And it starts or off just
2: like from the
0: Fucking get go yeah. It's like
2: raw, 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 raw. Right. And it's like Ugh.
0: I like the round and round but not the round we go like when he goes up with it it's just like oh like what are you doing and i don't know like yeah aside from the weedy burton i might it might be my most hated <laughs> care song ever, but, but, but uh i don't know why i'm just it's not like it, it hurts to listen to it but i just like it just pointless it's so I, I just uh, yeah it just seems like So easy to not forgettable because I remember it and that's why
2: I hate this record.
0: (laughs) Just burns in your soul.
1: Yeah,
2: it's very memorable. (laughs) Like terrible things are uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) worth remembering, you know.
1: And And then like something I've never seen in
0: print, and maybe this is some weird songwriter thing that I need to just get over. But um, I've never seen anybody else address the fact that the little melody of the instrumental part is totally the fucking another day or yeah. Where it's like the, it goes, dun, 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 dun. Right. it's like, that's the window. We got the window back from fucking three imaginary boys. <laughs> Something like the one good, the one good part of the songs, like fucking from a, your first i don't know if it was meant to be a throwback or if they're just like so out of ideas at that point he like i'm sure it's like not the same key maybe a little different but at the same time i don't know did, do you know what i'm talking about am i totally nuts on that or is it no you're no, not like it's, okay. I, I,
2: I, it's normal man when you when you write like a million songs <laughs>
0: yeah i mean it's about like, to come up again but it's just further proof that like, it, like Somebody should have fact-checked this and be like, all right, 90% of the song sucks, and the 10 seconds where you're kind of nicking yourself is the only good part of the song. You're getting all (laughs) flat cure yeah right maybe <laughs> you're <that's... laughs> getting a flat curie
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'm digging too deep on this maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but i swear it's just and it's one that like robert smith has gone on the record of saying how much he hates another day so it's like he's got kind of like, this song's like dope. pulling apart <laughs> from a weird. song that he doesn't even like so i'm like His it's probably not it even a million times yeah it's weird but that always bugs me because I like that song, but don't like this song. So I don't know, Stick man. Out the
1: window. <laughs> it's like
0: they like, of course, replaced it with just like a synth trumpet melody. Yeah,
1: it's like... It's like a... a steel drum key. <laughs> <Yeah>. sound <laughs> yeah,
0: on the Gimma One Thousand or whatever the fuck he was using. Was like... It's like Jesus Christ. But anyway, any more thoughts on round and round, or did I just?
2: That's not yeah, right the a <laughs> <live>. just, <laughs> They, they should have
3: covered Rat and just just <laughs> called it a day. Is
1: that a Rat song? <laughs> round, round and, and round. Oh
2: shit! Yeah, round and round. That song's
1: a jam. <laughs> that would have been better.
2: Abs. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> just cover round, round and round. round by Rat. What takes us into track nine, which I think is a great vomit song, is Gone, and not in the obvious way, the fourth single. Um, oh my gone, gosh. I think the one positive thing I could say about Gone is it is a very accurate how I feel like with a Hangover song, like lyrically, it does really paint the picture well. But that aside, it's really annoying. There's way too many, like, fucking noises and trumpets and tracks, and this is, like, kind of the perfect example of having – too much shit going on which is like what the fuck is this it's like you know what i mean yeah. it's like I, the voices the trumpets the synths the the regular keyboard going there's just, so much i just Man. have
3: garbage written next to it Gar- <laughs> yeah. it's 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 definitely one of my least favorite cure songs and I ever i even
0: remember as a as a kid i was like wow <laughs> they're making that a single like by the fourth <laughs> fucking single
2: you have two good songs, you miss them.
1: Completely. Take it off. yeah. My yeah, notes I...
2: on this was uh I want to hate this. And I uh, do. I kinda like it. Oh god Ooh, would uh-oh. be a good top song.
0: A big what top on the, the top, top song like, yeah. it, like because it's terrible. Would
2: make sense. Like, if it <laughs> it song... kind of fits with Chaz's feelings. Like, it was...
0: but it <laughs> it's makes like, sense. Yeah, why not top? put it like, on the you top? You could swap
2: out some shit on the top and put that song on there. Makes sense.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's don't... like some
2: David Bowie shit. Like,
0: yeah, it reminds me of that Young Americans yeah. cover and how I talked right. about. I don't really like that. They must have recorded it on the same day or something, but. Yeah, I don't know, man, because it didn't really bother me. He's like a cabaret <laughs> performer. Like, Yeah, I feel like I <laughs> literally like it less every time I've heard it since 1996, and now I'm just kind of like. Uh, and just know, a, like, like when it comes
2: in, like the song structure, when he's like, gone, gone, gone. Yeah, that's the that only gets... part I like. And it comes <laughs> in so weird and awkward like can get <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah i, yeah, I, I kind of like, like how odd like
0: is just, awesome. yeah like, picture so, like drunk robert in like a nightgown or something like <laughs> swashing some like, like just going wine and around like, and stuff And like, like i kind of i really i <laughs>
2: listening back to it i really liked the vocals hmm. and like all the like it did yeah. kinda get me and it's a stupid song. <laughs> like but it kinda caught me like I really liked the uh the vocal stacking harmonies that he did, Interesting. you know. Yeah, and I thought you would totally
0: hate that, but that's cool. Yeah, I mean you can't definitely accuse him of doing anything half ass on this song. It's definitely it goes like, for it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's like man. if you're gonna do it, fucking do it and he's doing it on this. It's like there's so many like moving, yeah. Just like he's really like singing it, yeah. Like it's just There's so, so much
2: to it, but it's like it is well done. Horn? Like it sounds it's like silly, a whole trumpet it's... solo. Even <sighs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, I put a it's check so mark
2: next to my misspelled orchestration <laughs> uh, because of these horns, where where <laughs> I was like, I need to make a point, like where it's like you went too far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, chill out a bit i don't know
0: <laughs> and it's weird that it is the fourth single and like even wish didn't have four singles that's like another sign of the times of like label greed and just the 90s in general oh, like, so much and money. just where they were at it's like they don't yeah they didn't have to put out a fourth single and if you did you sure as fuck shouldn't have picked that song you know it was like you know, why You're not go stupid. for a weird that's when one? I at stopped that point,
2: buying fucking cure yeah, uh, I... CD single, like those shitty,
0: yeah, yeah, package ones. Man, that's when I was done.
1: Like right, because that one on didn't even
0: record. have any actual B-sides on it. It was just yeah. like, shittier remixes of, like, more trumpet mix. I was like, no, <laughs> god damn. That's why I don't like the <laughs> yeah, <can't>. so, <laughs> and, Like I didn't have that one forever. Two. Yeah, I, fair, I got that, like, fairly recently, real cheap on eBay, just for my own, like,
3: you know. Yeah, it took me a like long time. To nerves find, factor. Yeah, it took me a long time to actually find it on vinyl, and yeah, I just kind geez. of accidentally found it. Yeah, what a waste of money Yeah I know but I gotta Gotta be part of <laughs> the collection be complete.
0: <laughs> yeah, That's what ah, Kind of relieved and excited But kind of pissed yeah. when you find it too Like oh damn it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah I know that feeling
3: too But do you think they had any control over What know. was released that Or seems... like was Do you think it, like if You think Total if the label control, was going to put it out The label would have some sort of like, knowledge of like, yeah. what's going on, what'll sell and what won't sell, just based on, you know. I'm yeah, sure they're yeah. running some sort of like, I don't know what they call them, but like, uh, like just
0: algorithms. Of well, no, just <laughs> like, just, like the kids are
3: testing other people of like what they like and what don't like.
2: And yeah, and uh, yeah
3: it, like they do it for movies I, all the time. I'm sure they did it for. I see what you're saying.
2: We're like. Like so much, they're getting so much money, and these companies are invested. Yeah, like the record labels are invested so much in them. Or like, like he doesn't have any say anymore. Maybe because like he's always made a point, Robert, Smith, yeah. um, of being in control of everything. But yeah, like in, like when you get into that kind of money, I don't think they told him what to do, but. Like, it's definitely a big fucking factor. You've, like, I need some fucking singles.
0: Yeah. And I think you that's, know? that's kind of the area where he probably does lose a little bit more, say. And yeah. the fact that, like, maybe that the out al- It's weirder with this one because, like, the album clearly hadn't done well by this point. It came out in December. So they knew that the yeah. album wasn't going to be, like, successful Is he swinging for the fences? Well, he was. That's what I think. I don't... Uh, This one had to have been like a label thing. Like, well, this was a peppy number. But I mean, it seems like if anybody with a brain would have seen like what you just said with the charts and stuff, like they probably would have done better putting Want out as like a fourth single because it would have been like that would have won back some old Care fans. That's that mixtape, dude. Would have been a little bit like moodier or something, you know? And it's like you're not going to get like radio airplay with that. But at the same time people would be into i don't know yeah because i mean they're just going for like that pop hit i'll give everyone what
3: they don't want well i'm gonna (laughs) i'll I'll go i'll go the opposite way of you guys that i i think it was Uh like i said with the forget what song it was but i think i think it was deliberate and i think that it was robert more than more than the label like i i think i don't think the label would put that out like i really don't think i really don't think that what song Gone Gone I don't think the track. label would say This is This is the one That's gonna recoup Some album sales He gave and, them uh, that, And he like, would He was just like I want This is what I want For a single It's very hmm. strategic yeah. In his And I did kinda remember
0: execution. Like Execution Maybe it was yeah. a middle Strange finger Traction And that kinda were like Almost buddy singles Where like so maybe he picked one and they picked one and they just put them both out like different times, you know, and it probably didn't cost anything to technically put it out. It's yeah. like, <laughs> I mean, really, what does it matter? But at the same time, yeah, it's just weird. And the fact that he chose 13th really like strongly yeah. would prove Chaz's point of like, you know, yeah, he probably thought that that was like cool and different and would want that to be like a cure single as opposed to taking the obvious, you know, because yeah,
3: mint car seems like a, an obvious, yeah, label there's no single that. you know it's very purposeful and what was the other song strange attraction was a single yeah that seems like an obvious That's, like label uh, yeah, it's poppy so, it's mm, you know it's so the other two are probably the ones. The other two are just like was, they don't make any sense for singles like none right, whatsoever so They probably were
0: robert's choice <laughs> that makes no sense i agree with you <laughs> weird but uh all right moving on well, this is uh, this is the lowest point for me, and then it starts to turn up again. Yeah. So we get the track number 10, Numb. And I'm always a little surprised people defend this song a little more than I thought they would. I hate this song so much. This is, like, right yeah. up there with Round and Round. But um, oh, I, a few brand. people, like, when I see other people's, like, revised versions of this album, they tend to leave this one <laughs> on there, and I'm always revised. a little surprised by that. But uh, <laughs> it's, like, so, like uh, – Uh, i I hate the strings on it which is weird for me because i normally love any strings but the way it echoes his vocals i'm in love with the drug and it like kicks in like a batman song again or something (laughs) i don't know but it's like got that judge dread thing that i don't
2: like going on (laughs) and um is this the one where he's like get up and get out and get gone? No, nah, that's gone That's a different song That song sucks too. Oh boy We gotta move fast We're losing him
0: <laughs>
1: But it's the same kind it's the same
2: It's the same kind of song, right? Oh God.
0: Oh, this is like a real slow one, actually um, It's got lots of strings oh He's God. talking about drugs And how he's in love with the drug The one that makes you numb and that's what I don't like about it because it actually goes back to a Donaldism of like the literal, where it's like, how many songs has he like had some kind of mysterious drug, you know, reference in the song? But he, he's never just flat out talked about drugs, you know? And it's just like, uh...
3: but, you know, I
0: don't know. What do you think, Chaz? I don't want
3: to just. Is this a song about where he sings about being numb? Yeah.
0: <laughs> get up, get out, that's and such get a numb? <laughs>
2: Dude,
3: what do I call this? Numb. <laughs> I wrote a song about being numb.
2: What do I name it? Uh, I have
3: I have written down because I don't really remember it too. It's so it's kind of forgettable, but I'd say it's an okay song. Yeah, yeah. You
0: know. I jotted down that it's just kind of boring. Yeah. too, So that kind
3: yeah. of fits in there. Yeah. <laughs> so. No impact on me whatsoever. Yeah. Like one way or another. Like I don't hate it, but I don't like it.
1: Yeah, definitely be my
0: right behind Round and Round on the chopping block for me. But uh, And then the next one's weird because it's Return, The Return 11, <laughs> and it's a poppy song, that I'm not crazy about it. I go back and forth, where I don't totally hate it. But then it's just, it's like a poppy one that I just don't like that much. It's just like, it almost works. It's like the tempo's good. I like that they're having fun and it's kind of catchy, but then... The lyrics aren't amazing. And it's really just, good like, name. Yeah, you know, there's all Club like in. a lot. of weird, like with the clock samples going and stuff, yeah. and the three seven five a.m. Yeah, and I, and yeah. Like, burr, burr, burr. Actually, the trumpets again get fucking stupid on this <laughs> yeah. one. This is one that you don't need trumpets on at yeah. all, and it was like, and even going back to something I didn't say earlier of how like Strange Attraction also n- never sounded good live. Like you hear those like watch those live things and it's always like super thin and sounds yeah. stupid this is like one too that like it like where they're trying to do roger's doing like synth trumpets and you know it works a little better on the record because they got like real people playing it and five thousand tracks going but like when they were doing it live it was just like <laughs> like doing the synth trumpets it's just like Ugh, and it just sounds real thin and i don't know man it, but it's you know
3: i have i have, uh-huh. I have just that it's poppy the trumpets i put a giant x over the top of it and yeah <laughs> it could it, it could have been a good song if you're, if yeah. you're going for the poppy so, vein and i i don't know if it's this song i'm pretty sure it is but like i listened to it i had to rewind it like three or four times because i heard like a little bit of friday i love in there like just yeah. just with like i knew you're talking about a little bit i heard it. that shit too so just like he just like i, I heard it for like like five seconds and i'm just like i rewound it and like heard it again and heard it again i'm like okay yeah man. i was like i guess they're you know but that that would have been another possible single if the, if the record company yeah. got their way you know so yeah
0: and maybe i don't know maybe even better than gone is a single i don't know yeah, they're yeah all it's definitely better than <laughs> it, just yeah, about I mean, any song on in this album is better than Go- gone <laughs> as a single uh, was "Gone" your most hated single or most hated song it's on the album?
3: Definitely my I Le- Like, I, it's got to be my least favorite single on this. On, yeah, uh, it's right up there with the 13th, but I, I think it's, it's definitely worse. Yeah. I think.
1: Yeah. So yeah. Okay.
0: Well, anyway, let's move on from "Return" to "Trap." Uh, this was the angrier song on there, and uh, Donald kind of referenced this earlier. It reminds me of "Cut" from "Wish." Yeah. It kinda of has like that like wah wah riff and like kind of the angrier I don't know, tone vocals for sure, and then it's just a little more of a rock song. It's like yeah. song's
3: pointless. It's like, that's what I have done, cool. too. I said yeah. I just said forgettable.
0: But you guys hated cut, so yeah. that makes sense that you wouldn't <laughs> be that crazy about this is like a poor man's Kurt, so. I know, which is <laughs> terrible. <It's laughs> double, double I guy. liked cut, so I'm down with this yeah. song too. But, like, but yeah, it could get a little drowning like a fly in my drink. This one, I think, is the most obvious possible LOL song. You think he's singing about LOL on this?
1: Yeah.
0: Next time you listen to it, because it's all like you lied about being on the thing. It's like I don't really I don't care this what shit, you think. Dude, I know so what you're sick of it about. all, I think and so. like it's very like it's very low. Yeah, this song and, is some low, like you fucking piece of shit. And you really. I'm surprised It's not all over This record You would think That that yeah. would be The main emotions Flowing at this point You know Would be like Betrayal yeah. of friendship And shit You know and It's, it's like, heavy stuff You know But this one seems To really fit the bill I haven't read anything That's ever said that yeah. So it's total speculation But at the same time I, I think that's uh, one of
3: the Major things in the album That bothers me Is that all the shit he was going through with, you know, everybody leaving the band, which I, I don't know at that point if, if it made that big of an impact on him. But yeah, he, I think, you know, you everybody left the band for the most part. And then the whole thing with Lull, and right. he's he's really good at using personal, you know, stuff that happens so personally, like to reflect in the music. Yeah, you know, I look at yeah, pornography, exactly. and you look at you know disintegration and whatnot, and, and faith. It and, makes sense. And like this, there's no, there's like literally no reflection of what's going on. Like you, yeah. you, I, I none that I can, I can't make a connection at all. I mean, maybe with that song, but I, it, it it's kind of yeah, like. yeah.
0: I wonder if something with the drugs thing with numb might be something. Maybe. You know, with like Simon's situation, or I don't know what yeah. was going on, but like. So yeah, I mean it's definitely who knows and like if anything that seems obvious it's kind of like um gone and like even round and round a few of those that are like oh we're stuck in the the fame circle yeah. the like, muck in the mire yeah. Yeah. yeah and club america and stuff are those kind of obvious like I'm sick of being in the whirlwind of too much fame but yeah. nobody really wants to hear songs yeah, about like that. It's like you know? do, don't do it. <laughs> Yeah,
2: like, exactly. like, Or don't write songs about uh, it like,
0: I want to hear you like, do some Like you said Some diss rap album on Low Would have been fucking yeah. better Actually If he just like The whole fucking thing Was just be, him like yeah. Destroying like Low Like,
2: like an orchestral diss track Like <laughs> <laughs>
3: so I was like Almost would have been like Oh shit and, um, Yeah this, <laughs> this violin really symbolizes How I feel then, Yeah like, hey.
1: totally well, Do you hear I, that
3: cello part? <laughs> yes. oh, I wrote that about wool. <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> and this one had
0: different drummers. Mark Price was a different drummer, which is just a cool rock beat, you know. So definitely no pattern there. I was like, oh, hmm, okay. All the drums but, were good on this record. Yeah, like, they good. Not I don't like the sounds any of all of them, drummers, but, like, man. Like they the all play their tits great. off, like. Yeah. Maybe too much, if anything. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Like, but they're good. Like, but I, yeah. I, I like Jason. Like, I like him live. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think he's a solid drummer live. I, I, you know. So. Yeah,
0: you're never gonna hear like a drum flub. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that he's dude's never gonna
2: tight as shit, do. man.
0: His time is.
3: I love watching him play. Spot
2: on. Like, yeah. yeah. Like he's really mm-hmm. good, and and I love the only like one of the few things i like about this record is his playing on it like (laughs) on
0: songs that he actually plays on like
2: the opening (laughs) one is so good like
0: yeah i'm glad they're matching up for the most part on all the ones you like (laughs) (laughs) cool moving on to the next track is treasure track 13 on this album and uh Yeah, this one, this is one of my favorite highlights. It's the loveliest (laughs) song on the record, I think. It's just such a cool, underrated, beautiful song. Um, Really cool, just seeing a live thing of it recently, where they play the bass six is the solo. I didn't realize that's what he's doing. The um, like that's all like on the bass six, so that's pretty cool um if you don't mind me getting sappy for a minute it's a my super sentimental song too because my mom passed away the year before that and i don't believe in any afterlife unfortunately or spirituality or anything but i felt like if she was ever going to try to contact me from beyond it would be through a cure album because she knew it'd be the only way i'd listen to it probably (laughs) so like the super like sad death lyrics of the song and uh so that meant a lot when it came out. I was just like, hey, because it was sad that, you know, she had been on, like, such a huge cure journey with me all those years leading up to that. And uh, I was like, I got this album on my own. And and then there was that song just kind of tucked at the end. And it was super sweet. And, uh, of course, it kind of took away from it, as life tends to do, when I realized later that, like, he had, like, referenced this poem, apparently, by Christina Rossetti. So it was, like, basically all the lyrics are kind of really stripped Almost directly from this old poem, so I was like, "Oh, so it was no divine intervention." <laughs> <laughs> My mother speaking to Robert Smith through. <laughs> it's like, ah, you know, but it's that's how life works. It's all so connected,
1: dude.
0: Yeah, I think so. You know, <laughs> why not? But, but uh, so that you know, fucking meant the world to me, of course, and uh, I still think it's a great song. Even then, aside, it's just like kind of that classic here you know yeah. even with all the weird production and shit i feel like this could have been the only one really you could throw in a lot of those other albums and re-record it and probably could have fit on disintegration even or something like that you know but uh... Now man. I can't
2: shit on this song because... Sorry, that man. That was so
0: sweet. <laughs> that was so sweet. She's like, total piece of shit. I'm like, really? <laughs> That's my mom's song. <laughs> she came back from the dead to right yeah. that song. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's just uh, like sweet and to the point, too, you know? It's yep. not, like, overly yeah. long or, like, fucking no trumpets going this <laughs> <laughs> It's just like finally just fucking do this for like eight songs and blah, yeah, blah, 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 blah. yeah it's like why didn't you just do this earlier you got 30 uh, songs in this fucking record like, <laughs> yeah, now Duke. we're just finally doing this on track 13 you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the cures bread and butter here you know what the fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> Could have been a single
3: if I was in charge of the record labels.
0: Like that's it. That's what the people want to hear. <laughs> yeah. I
3: I I think it's a great song. Um what did you did you put the cover on one of your other cover episodes? Yeah, that, on the cover
0: episode, there yeah. was a guy that showed what a great structurally cool song it is. I thought Yeah.
3: I, I mean I like that song. I liked the song before I heard that cover. But just like I listened to that yeah. cover like three or four more times, and then like I went back and, yeah. listened to that song, and I was like, "The it's it, it really hits home. It's really good. I, I definitely it definitely yeah. became a favorite uh, after revisiting the album a couple couple times uh, over the last yeah. six months. So yeah, I I'd cool. definitely give it a thumbs up. It sh- I think it, it, like it should have been the last song on the album. I mean, not not saying that yeah maybe that bear should have been shouldn't have been on the album, but it, I, I feel like it should have been flipped and that they should have ended the album with that.
0: Yeah. It's hard to come back from that. Cause I feel like it does is just like hit yeah. everything so perfectly that it would have been a good closer too. Yeah. maybe not long enough. Maybe Cure tradition of just having like some epically overly <laughs> gigantic finale for a Cure song. But, uh, yeah, but I do love bear the last song. Oh, yeah, so do I. It's, yeah. uh, it's fucking epic as shit. Yeah. Eight minutes almost. <laughs> <laughs> it is really like, long. <laughs> I love that it has like the fake out endings even and shit. You know, just like, okay. And he's like, but there were long, long nights when I It was like, oh shit, he's not done yet. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and yeah, just fucking heart wrenching again. Like that's where it just comes back. And like, I feel like I can't bash this album because I love the ending of it so much. You right. know, it's like just that one little stretch in the end there where I hate, but like, song's so good 12 string ovation in full effect rocking that shirt. and um i don't know it's a i feel like it's a good underrated one i would love it if this one somehow came back into sets you know even though it would soak up half the fucking set probably
1: but (laughs) (laughs) i think
0: it's beautiful lyrics one that in hindsight i always thought that about trap with lolness but if you take like the over super like dramatic angle, was like this could almost be a lull one too when he talks about you know like we could still be friends yeah one last useless vow yeah. and all this and it because it's so painted as a relationship song at first but then you're like oh wait a minute maybe you know <laughs> it might be Kierner digging a little too deep you know but um Maybe it's part of that. I don't know. But I almost i hadn't thought of this one being in that way before. But I was like, oh shit, maybe this could be like a over romanticized. Yeah. Your, fr- your friend wronged you way too. So yeah, worth a listen. And I've been happy to start playing this one. It never occurred to me to like play this on an acoustic guitar. I was like, this is like, if there was ever like an acoustic folk song by the Kira, this is the one to fucking do. And I was like, yeah. But then I realized I have to remember like, 18 verses of lyrics i was like shit (laughs) i'm never gonna you think you know i mean if you're kind of glancing at them you can read it and know it but uh it's very it's it's like dylan-esque like just like
2: yeah
0: Yeah. but it's not rambly you know Mm -hmm. it's very well paced and yeah i love the melody and has this little piano parts they're real good at uh there's one I was listening back to, "How Beautiful You Are," too, or just has like that down 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 down, and that's like all you hear for that one piano part. And there's something that I can't think of off the top of my head and bear that's the same way, or just like kind of like a little piano riff almost at the end of each little phrasing, and it's beautiful, man. I love it. Yeah. But uh, I th- I think hmm.
3: it definitely could be, uh, you know, towards Lowell. Um Yeah. But please, I mean, in the please, same sense, I made I made a joke before. Well, not here, but I I think "Pictures of You" is about lol, but you me- know. meme, <laughs> right on. <laughs> uh, no, but definitely, it's it's uh, it's got some personal, really personal lyrics, you know. Yeah, yeah. something's fucking going on. The,
0: there's no way that's just made up yeah. after,
3: especially like watching it, where he says, "All the tears you cry, they're not tears for me. Regrets about your life, they're yeah. they're not regrets for me." It's, you know, it's, like... Yeah. It's some pretty deep shit, you know, going on in the song. And, like... Yeah, for sure. I don't see it, like... I don't know. I don't know his relationship with his wife, you know? So, I mean... Yeah. You're kind of, (laughs) like... Who, who, who's, they have an open who, relationship yeah. <laughs> Like who's, who's Even this Even so, yeah <laughs> I mean they
0: they seem like They've still fucking managed To work this yeah. long And how the fuck Is this song applied to yeah. that? That's you like,
2: spent 1.5 million dollars <laughs> On the wild mood
1: swings <laughs> And uh... Yeah, exactly And
0: then she like Left him for a weekend And he wrote the song That's <laughs> very possible yeah. but at the same time <laughs>
1: yeah
3: but these are these right. are like some really hard you know we,
0: yeah you know there's some serious shit our, going on our, i always love a song too where the phrasing doesn't really it's not very like <laughs> traditional i feel like it almost has to have more yeah. personal weight yeah when you're cramming like words and phrases in you know yeah. like when you're saying like just that part you recited it's so like not something you would just plug into like a chord progression that you have. Yeah, it doesn't flow. I just yeah, want to yeah. write a sword song. Yeah, it's like he really wants to say this, and he's gonna make it fit in this fucking chord progression, whether it does or not. Yeah. You know, and that's like, I don't know. Maybe he's just great at the trickery of that too. I think because like, you know, obviously he's not that miserable. But
3: I think strings come across yeah. better than than horns, <laughs> especially yeah. when if you're gonna play that song live, um, they come across better with. You know if you're somebody's playing keyboards they come across better you know with the keyboard rather than than horns with the keyboard so yeah just so they, like, they kind of dug themselves into a trumpets hole. trumpets yeah like <laughs> yeah like how the fuck are you gonna play this live
0: yeah, yeah. It's
2: like... <laughs> it almost would sound dope with like fucking horns like some trombones and trumpets. if they just brought like a whole fucking marching
0: band horn section with them yeah oh that would sound so good <laughs> With the Michigan State Marching Band. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. No. Oh, man. Well, that wraps up Wild Mood Swings as an album, I guess, as our final thoughts. I think we've probably touched on it along the way, if people have not picked up on it. I think probably the overall umbrella uh, consensus would be that it's too much shit going on. Yeah. The the production too much wishy too many washy. songs. You know, I think wishy It's easy to say it's too. It's easy to say too many songs now because like, it's obvious. But like <laughs> back in the nineties, for whatever the fuck reason, everybody every album had like fourteen songs at least. It was like a weird window, and like it was always too many. You know, like I feel like you listen to this any song is called nineties the album. They're putting. But
2: in this 14 songs <laughs> oh, to get it, how dumb like, it is. no
0: i don't know for whatever reason i guess because of cds they thought they could cram 14 on more naturally and normally i'm like a dude that's like whatever the fuck you know i'm a ryan adams fan i'm like yeah crank them out man i don't care put everything on a fucking cd but i mean for <laughs> the cure it's a little different like there are so like we said earlier they're so good at like cohesive albums and you know themes and having a mood and and when you do that and it's a really long album it's
2: like, ugh.
0: You know what I mean? And, you and I miss think
2: it? I, you miss that.
0: <laughs> yeah. And like, I don't think any level Care fan, whether you love this album or totally fucking hate it, everyone agrees. It's a fucker. That, yeah. You could have you could have at least taken two songs off.
3: You know, just trim it down to a twelve song at least, you know. Like songs. How about make it twelve songs and then make the th- the thirteenth this hidden track. To be the yeah, third right.
0: track. <laughs> there we
3: go. Yeah, they didn't utilize the hidden track. That was big back then. They should have.
0: They should have just made like half the album the hidden tracks. So that would have been good. <laughs> like
2: the one good song would be the hidden track. Uh,
3: yeah, <laughs> you got to fast forward through like thirty minutes of That's nothing. That's what they would have done. Yeah,
2: okay. Thirty fucking garbage songs to get that hidden <laughs> track.
0: <laughs> but I mean, it's tough in the sense too that. Like and we didn't really tap on that Too much from at the top of like uh, Sentimental value Like you talked about that with Wish I probably had that more for this one To a fault You know like where It was a weird album Because we had made it Through that four year gap And like we're saying It was our first year of Like out of high school So I felt like a pseudo adult And I remember This was the first one I drove to wherever the fuck We did it together I don't even know if you remember this We drove I think wow. we went to Probably Best Buy I don't think we bought it From Blue Dog Our record store But uh We bought it. We bought it. We drove back to your parents' house, and we fucking yeah, it was like fucking cheaper, you know. It was like Best Buy. That's how shitty our town was. (laughs) (laughs) We went back to your house and listened to it, and I remember being kind of like on edge because like i'd read the lyrics and i had all this whole like ritual that i normally did at my house but i'm like whatever man we're like adults now (laughs) like listening to this album together in your bedroom at your parents house
1: (laughs) i remember yeah we're big boys we're just
0: curled up here on your bunk beds listening to the scare album uh, but uh well i remember we listened to it and it was definitely like a huh, like we weren't like, blown garbage. away, you know, but, but at the same it time sucks. I was kind of like, I was like, well, I just need to dig into this on my own. Cause there's some weird shit going on. And you know, I didn't hate it right away. It was, it's hard to say if there was like some phantom menace sin- syndrome going on or whatever. I was like, this is all right. It's good. You know, but I was like, but I didn't hate it. And like, but you know, it was just like a weird transition thing. But I mean, I still find that, like, just sentimental value for sure. Like I said, it was even, like, 13th, you know? Like, that whole era was just fun because that was, like, the album I was constantly playing, you know, over and over. Like, that whole driving around in my purple Saturn. I had a 95 <laughs> Saturn. <laughs> 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 it was purple, dark purple. It kind it's, of fit with the Wild Moods theme somehow. <laughs> but, uh, this
2: record is, like, it's, like, the joy And danger (laughs) of nostalgia. Yeah. Not to bring nostalgia up again, but...
0: but You know, for better and worse, like I say, all right, Teeter's on better for Wish. I think you could be nostalgic, and it's still a good album. This, maybe my nostalgia is, like makes me like it a little more than i probably should you know i'd be willing to admit that but at the same time you know i think there are some great parts of this album but at the same time there's some dogs for sure we just did a whole episode of how weird it was for four years but that becomes the regular you know and it's like it'll be four years till bloodflowers after this which is fucking weird so i mean this is just like this stranded island and i think even like
1: four
2: years yeah it's another
0: four years till bloodflowers so yeah they put out like galore and I think uh, Jesus. maybe something else in between, but yeah, they put out galore. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. I mean, these huge gaps just become the regular thing, but I think that's kind of one of the reasons why people are hard on wild mood swings too, in a sense, because it is stranded in between those gaps. Like if they just put out another album real quick, it's like, okay, yeah, that was a weird thing yeah. where some of it worked. Some of it didn't let's move on. You know, I think that's kind of the key to just, cranking out any weird shit or maybe a little even subpar or whatever you want to call it. You know, yeah. it's just like, nobody cares if you just keep putting shit out, you know, but it's like, you had four if this is what you this, have yeah. for, yeah, it took four years to write it, and then it, then you have to sit on it for fucking another four years. You know, it's just like so. It, collectively, it's fucking eight years of the you know, band. Just that's what you got. That's a totally. lot of time, you know. A, but onward, and I guess, and a good wrapping up point mm. is our good boy Robert Smith is not a dummy. We can all take solace in the fact that if you learn one thing from Wild Mood Swings and the weird, co- uncohesive nature of it. He pulls it all the fuck together again for Bloodflowers. Love it or hate it, that album's cohesive as fuck, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a mood right there whether <laughs> whether it works or not. We'll figure out next episode. But uh he at least I feel like learned a little something like yeah, that was like not focused so Let's focus this shit way too much, maybe to a fault even, where he's too focused on Bloodflowers. So this might go the full end of the other spectrum coming out. It should have uh, been his uh, Shige's record.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe. You because yeah, like kind of is. Because like,
2: it's in, like just full on a like guitar fucking cock. Yeah,
0: there's a lot of guitar shit on Bloodflowers, though. Yeah. Let's see. We'll see. Donald's anxious to get there. He can't
1: wait. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know
0: Chaz loves Bloodflowers. So I'm going to listen to blood This one's going to get a little and, sweatier, uh, I think. But uh, I'll get back to but, uh, <laughs> but that's Wild Mood Swings, ladies and gentlemen. For better or worse, it's part of the catalog. And, uh, you know, I feel like it's worth a listen. So uh, go out there, pop it on. Don't listen it. to it.
3: See where you stand. <laughs> it's the water world of Cure albums.
0: Listen
2: to other records. <laughs> no,
0: no, no. Come on. It's There's enough hours time. in the day. It's, it's not like. Silly. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I wouldn't just sit there and listen, like stare at your radio while it's playing. You could do shit while it's playing too. You could
3: fucking drive to stab work yourself or, in the work or dinner or Like
2: you could do it. I guess of, if that's the most anything. constructive thing, you could think. listen to Dishwalla's
3: greatest hits.
0: Yeah, at the same time, maybe you <laughs> maybe you'll get a weird mashup going. But either way, thank you, listeners out there, and we look forward to continuing this fine journey on and uh you know hard. i guess all we could say from here is talk hard and thanks to donald and chaz you guys rule <laughs> talk hard
1: all
0: right there you go doesn't get any more official than that uh thanks again to donald and chaz And you guys for listening. Uh, Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and uh, find us on Instagram so you can get all the latest and greatest from the Holy Hour podcast. Go on over to the Facebook page. You can uh, comment on a thread over there or drop me a message or drop me a message directly at GavinConnor at gmail.com. That's also where you can send any contributions. If you want to record your friends talking about wild mood swings or any of the other albums, feel free. Conversations are welcomed, comments and suggestions too. So uh, send them our way. If Chaz sounds familiar, it's because he's the mastermind behind 17 Seconds Shirts.BigCartel.com, where you can find all kinds of cool and unique Cure shirts. Uh, super comfortable, affordable and uh you know what you're not gonna find them anywhere else and you gotta move fast so keep your eyes peeled 17 second shirts bigcartel.com, is where you want to check those out and uh yeah and until next time we will be moving on i know you're thinking wait a minute i just listened to these fucking guys for two hours and they never mentioned anything about the swing tour they barely talked about the b-sides and they didn't even mention hockey jerseys Well, don't worry. That's all coming up in a a bonus Wild Mood Swings era episode packed full of contributions so you don't have to hear us babbling about it. But uh, for now, I think we're we're good on the album. So (laughs) thanks for listening. Talk hard again.